0: Well, we're wrapping up this series on awakening. Uh, we wrapped up our fast last week with, with the revival, five services. We, we, we worked Brother Larry, and every service was different. Uh, there was something for everybody each time we got together, and um, I just, you know, I just kind of walking away from that, still kind of processing and, and uh, just thinking about some of the things, especially the word that was spoken over mine and Pastor Kerry's life, now, when Larry has ever spoken anything to to me uh, over my life, it's always come to pass. So, uh, be encouraged if if you were given a word by that man, uh, you need to stand on that. The enemy's going to want to come and, and take that seed and and remove it from your life. But uh, so he he there is a a a unexpected shift in my call, I guess you would say um, that I didn't see coming. Not that it changes what I do and. Not that it changes my pastoral role here at Grapevine, but the anointing, which is something I'm going to talk about today, has been kind of changed from early on I was an evangelist and, and I have an anointing for evangelism. People come to the Lord when I, when I share the gospel and, and God has used me mightily in that area. And, and this year uh, the Lord spoke over me that I would have an apostolic an, anointing. And so if you want to know what an apostolic anointing is, uh, read about the life of Paul. Basically, it's somebody who raises up leaders, and what the Lord said to me is that I would identify leaders right away, just pick them out of a crowd, and then raise them up, Um, and that really is my heart, because not only do we need to think about expanding um, our church campus, uh, but there's other ways of multiplying, and that's church planning. Wherever I build a church that I pastor, whether it's here, Sahara, when we build our building here, I'm going to influence that area and whoever God reaches outside of that area. But as you plant churches in the other parts of the community, then you affect an entire community. And so that has always been part of my heart. Uh, I've always believed in the principle of tithing, not just in finances but in time, but also as a pastor when it comes time to plant somebody out. I want to tithe 10% of my people. I want to say 10% of you need to grow with brother so-and-so or sister so-and-so to plant this church and give them a year. And then if God instructs you to come back, then you come back because I, I I'm just i not going to hold on to people. They're God's people. You're God's people. Amen? I want you all to stay here with me and love me and, and smile at me when I'm preaching. That would be awesome. Um, but I also know that in order to affect the kingdom of God, uh, we have to reach outward. Amen? And so I'm excited about this year. God is stirring something in me. Uh, that is already part of the heartbeat of this church but about focusing outward and and evangelism and and let me say events-driven evangelism, Uh, street ministry like we're already doing on Saturday but I could see us doing something under the banner of Grapevine uh, to kind of help build the kingdom and closer to whatever facility we're utilizing and just reaching people. Here's what I said the other night. Why don't we take $150 worth of donuts, put some cute little old ladies out here on Nellis (laughs) When it's really, really, and I say that because they're not not threatening. I say that because if I was out there, people would, like, roll the window up, you know. I could see Mike or Pastor Tiny out there trying to hand donuts to people. (laughs) It's not going to work. But if you get somebody, you know, not not as threatening and you give people donuts as they're stopped at a stoplight and say, God bless you. Here's a flyer to our church. I don't know. That makes more sense to spend $150 on doing something like that to me. But, hey, you know, I'm not pulling the carpet on the donuts. There are donuts today after church, just in case you're wondering. <laughs> Woo, I know, because I'm kind of wanting one right now. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Amen. Come on, let's do that. So we're going to be raising up leaders, Amen. So, I, I want to say to start, I know I've already said some things, but in regards to anointing, and, and I want to talk to you about breakthrough. Really, the title of the sermon could be Breakthrough Anointing. That can be a little bit confusing, but I want to talk to you about breakthrough. I think that that's where i lives. And I want to say this this morning, and, and I took this word out because I don't want to be a self-peak over this congregation, that this year, 2016, is going to be a, a breakthrough season. For our church and for your lives as well, amen, Can I say that with, with a with an utterance from the Lord this morning that I feel like breakthrough, and we 're already seeing it amen, so we 're already ready, and it 's exciting to me to see what god 's doing and I, and I mean that with all of my heart. You need to tell your neighbor God is up to something I don't know about you, but I just want to be a part of whatever His kingdom is calling us to amen you know during that during that song, thank you, Mike, for being obedient, a God of the. God. I am not. I did not come to Las Vegas to play church. Family. Shut up. <laughs> I called you it's the perfect place to raise a family. But I don't want to play church anymore. The church has played church for way too long. Well, the programs and the design and and, and the car sitting right now, but I can't preach sitting now. Just doesn't work very well. That's tired of church. Let us be a church that's just tired of coming here and just worshiping God. But I don't want that just to be the extent of it. Chronicles chapter 14. I am going to be spending most of my time there, so go ahead and open it up. And I'm going to read to you several verses here. I love David. Chronicles chapter 14, beginning in verse 8. Now, when the Philistines had heard that David had been anointed king over Israel, then the Philistines went and made a raid on the valley of Rephim. And David, and the Lord said to him, Go up, for I will deliver them into your hand. So said, God has broken through my enemies by my hand like a breakthrough of water. Perizim. So, excuse me if I do. It's Perazim, okay? They left their gods there, David gave a commandment that they were burned with fire. Then the sin of God, and God said to him, You shall not go up after them. Circle around of marching in the tops of the mulberry trees. Then you shall go out to battle. So David did as God commanded him, and they drove back the army of the Philistines from Gibeon, the fear of him upon all nations. Let's pray. Lord, as my body struggles this morning with physical Elegantly, as much as possible, teach and preach. Solidify the sermons, the, the that the body of this sermon would not just be another change. Could you make it real to us? Because the word of God is alive. Capture our hearts and cause us to do great things for God. Things that were not our So anoint me this morning, Lord, to teach and preach the word of God. I, I want to say something, and please forgive me, This, and I don't mean it to sound that way, because what I'm about to say is very biblical, growing, and, and why are many of you for the very first time in your life stirred inside? Uh, I'll say it's not because I'm a great preacher, not because the music is outstanding here, and it is, <laughs> because if my wife was sitting here, I could get an amen, but... And it's because you're anointed. It's because the cool and we and we have some good talent and we and we have some education and we know how to do a few. It's not because of any of that stuff. It's because there's an anointing. Rest trying to be braggadocious. I'm not trying to be arrogant in any way. Matter of fact, it has nothing. To seek the face of God. And so I want to talk to you today about the anointing of God. And so I want to focus today on that. And David was anointed king over all of Israel. Listen, he wasn't just chosen. If I was just chosen to be at Grapevine, if I was just chosen to be, arrested, to be an apostolic anointing, all of God, come on somebody. And it's chosen by God to be leaders. Leaders of your family, leaders of your community, leaders of your sin. The problem can be, see, the enemy is working overtime. If you want to pencil it in there, go ahead. But it's, you are a chosen generation, people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness, chosen generation. You are chosen by God. If you're sitting in this building today as a Christian, you are just being chosen. That part has to precede the. Given this in your in your bulletins there on the back, nice, huh? And I put them in there because I can't pronounce them. So there you go. So I'll give you the definition because that I can pronounce. But first of all, breakthrough means this, and that's not in your notes, but it, it means this: that that God breaks open a new room. We're talking about that, that God is going to open up something in the spirit for us, something that we haven't seen because your, your 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 vision is limited. Amen. And look through the something different to reach his people who are lost and dying. Different Hebrew and Greek words. There's really more than what I'm giving you today. I just want to give you a couple. The first one there is massage. I think that's how you pronounce it. Mashak. in or to paint. So that's what that word means. And it's a verb for anointing. And it's, it's pronounced this way. Sook. S-O-O-K. Smear all over. Okay. You, can, you kind of getting this? This is, we're talking about the anointing to rub with oil. Could use a good massage right now. Hallelujah. The Hebrew noun for for anointing is Pastor. Do help me see, mashak, or set apart for a special office or a function from the Hebrew. Now the Greek word is marizos, or churros, because I like churros. But or it's right there because. I try it. I work on this stuff, and it's just, I'll get it. I'll be practicing at home, and it's just rolling off the tongue. And I get here on Sunday morning, forget about it. Just forget about it. On an object or a person, and it gives the idea that to anoint something or someone is an act of consecration. It's a setting apart. The, The understanding, anointing of God is tied so closely to being holy, not perfect. one definition reads it this way the anointing is the overflowing life of which imparts supernatural strength enabling an individual to perform a special task so the anointing of god enables you to do what god has called you to do if i could put it in layman's terms you could be called maybe you could be called to be a healer there's not gonna be a lot of healing going on in your and we get that by becoming Holy Spirit are the same person. I, I was, I'm saying that because difference between there's no there's no difference. Just I'm Pentecostal and you're not. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so in simple terms, the anointing is. I, I want that smearing. I want that smearing. I'm not okay with that. I told you a couple weeks ago. that there's... And unless we're smeared with the Holy Spirit and we're anointed in your biblical knowledge that that draws people to salvation, it's the Holy Spirit. Pastor, I've been preaching to this guy forever, but have you just tried loving on with the Holy Spirit? just tried just being genuine testimony? So there's some things about the anointing that we need to understand today. Number one, opposition. (laughs) Sorry to put that one up front, but you have to have an understanding of this. Paul. Of the Philistines went up to search for David. All of them. Every single one of them. And even though he still had his faults, if you know the story of David, you'll one or two, yeah. But here's what I'll say. I believe Grapevine is after God. And so my desire is that we would all have a heart after God. And all of them, every single one of them, went up against David because he had a heart for God. Because he was anointed. You know, the Bible tells us that the enemy is out to kill, steal, or destroy. And I'll tell you, you can get more done if he doesn't kill us, if he just discourages us, if he just steals from us, stops you, how many souls has he stopped from coming into the kingdom? The enemy wanted to capture David instead of kill him. Why? Damage his leadership. So it's not in there, but you can jot it down. I don't have enough room Israel's determination. Can I tell you that the enemy would love to stop the momentum? 140 souls, he heard that report. He witnessed it all last year. He wants to put a stop, and by damaging our determination, and he also always God. That's his. That's his tactic, to put a damage on the children of God, to to stop our determination, to stop our flood loving Jesus. And that's why we cover your prayers. That's why the leadership team here and Pastor Cato Pastor Tiny, as he leads a, a ministry over there, mm, he did. So the anointing of God, he's attracted to the anointing of God because he wants to stop that. A powerless Christian, just another person on your way to heaven someday. That's already done. That's his plan. And, and I'm not trying to scare you. I'm just trying to warn you because he's. I'm going to get to him. The reason they wanted to take David out was not just because he was anointed king. The enemy's not concerned if you have been anointed. Past tense. Listen, being in the presence of the anointing doesn't make you anointed. Stay long, you will not become a BMW. (laughs) If you stand in my garage, the touch of God on your life makes you anointed as you walk in his ways. Amen? From him abides in you. See, it comes from Jesus. Just pour this on all of you and you'll be anointed. It's not how this works. Matter of fact, the Bible is a prayer of faith for healing, and you'll be healed. There's nothing powerful in the anointing. He's already doing, but even more so in Iceland. It's going to be within us. Amen? So you don't have to look very far for it. Number two, anointing always brings direction. Look back at our, at our text. David inquired of God, saying, Shall I go up against the Philistines? Will you deliver them into my hand? And the Lord said, So they went up to Baal parism and defeated. And David defeated them there. And then David said, "God has Baal Perazim." I love that. That, that. that word means God. It's a what do you call it when it's two words? Compound name of God. The word Baal Perazim means the Lord who breaks through. I love what David did in the in the faith. Went to God. David's, the Bible says that David inquired of God. He asked some very, very specific. We need to be very specific when we approach God. God more of what? More trouble? That'd be easy. Of course, he doesn't want to do that. We know. Be specific. Ask some specific questions. Listen, David didn't go to God with plans. He went to plants. Did you catch that? A lot of times we go to God with our Yeah, no. I don't like hearing that word from God. The kingdom of God and his righteousness, and then all these things will be added to you. God will change your desires first many times. You walk... In the anointing of God. God directs you. And that's, that's why later on David could write in Psalms. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. God has it all laid out for you. And we'll move on. We are his workmanship. In them. Do you need direction for your life? Anointing of God. Answer the call of God. God something he hasn't called. Are you hearing me? God can't bless something he opposes, and he won't things that we feel like we should be doing, and it's not anointed, and we're wearing ourselves out for energy. There's this drive. There. Ask Mr. Long here. Every weekend for six, almost seven months now. He says, I'm not tired. Praise God. Number three. I love this part because this is what we need. 11 and 12 of 1 Chronicles 14. So they went up to Baal enemies by my hand like a breakthrough of water. Therefore they called the name gave a commandment and they were burned with fire. The, the enemy attacked them, gave them victory at the, at the place of breakthrough. I love that. Victory is ours. Sometimes we tend to forget what I say a lot, that we're not fighting. Read the back of the book. We win. That should encourage you. We win today, but we win. I don't know what obstacles you're looking at in life today, but you win, child of God. Seven, this is the NLT. I love the way it reads. No, despite all these things, only, not just squeaking by, not just barely getting by, getting victory of the chosen generation, amen, a royal priesthood. Sometimes your enemy like a flood. The very meaning of what we're talking about today—the Valley of Purism. Uh, uh, uh flood. Yeah, we have monsoons here, right? Have you ever seen waters just sweep through? Picture I get when I think about this verse. He's going to bust through. He's going to burst through my enemies like high enough to contain this thing because God is in control. One person's. A- Amen. Here, here's my last point: the anointing can bring new direction. Then the Philistines, once again, relentless, huh? our enemy is relentless, Fired again of God. And God said to him, you shall not go up after them. Circle around them and come to sound of marching in the tops of the mulberry trees. Then you shall go out to battle. For God drove back the army of the Philistines from Gibbon as far as Geezer. Listen, the way he brought victory to you last time you walked through a scenario, are you hearing what I'm saying? God will do whatever it takes because he cannot, he cannot change his word. He cannot go back on it. So God will find a way. Our, 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 our responsibility in this before, I'll handle this one, God, because I know how you're going to do this. God says, you don't know. The same thing. I've been sober 22 years. He doesn't, he doesn't tempt me with, with alcohol and drugs. focus on the things of God because I'm not tempted by the things that I got. Deliverance, amen. I got the victory, Amen. God wants to do something new in my life, and I'm about ready to let Him. Amen. In your life, what you need is that you need a fresh touch, you need a fresh anointing from God on your life. Up and start walking in that word, Amen. Well, I'm waiting for the education. I shut up and do it. Come on, somebody already, Amen. Still need a little bit of work in that regard, don't I? I have a very, very small clue of what I'm going to say when I get in the pulpit most of the time. Verse 17 said, "The fame of David went out into all the lands, and the Lord." When, when I when I got here, and I'm not saying that there's still not some in the community in regards to Grapevine, and they, they weren't real positive in reputation, but there was just some things that were being said. Uh, here's here's what the other day I said, I said of the people who were talking before that were had a had, or that they perceived. Uh, I have some connections outside. I get out a little bit, and I'm, and I'm networking SOS Radio the other day. It was awesome. And he said, yeah, man, I heard a lot about, it. yeah, we want to do more stuff. So, so, so Grapevine's reputation, it, it, and so, so my challenge for us today is to be on guard with the flow of God. Then he wins that battle. I didn't come here to lose any battles. I came to say this, and this isn't in your notes, but he said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me to the poor." He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to set at liberty those who are oppressed. Listen, you're going to do greater things than me. If Jesus knew that he needed to heal brokenhearted, to to break off change, who do we think we're missing it? Jesus said, I need the anointing. matter of fact, we see when Jesus was baptized, just before he was called into, into ministry, the Holy Spirit came upon him like a dove, it says. The Holy Spirit is where the anointing of God is. And so if you're here this morning and you, you would just, in regards to the call of God on my life, would you stand with me? Hmm. I don't want it for me, Lord. I don't want the anointing on my life for me. seek the anointing of God for the call of my life for the lost for the broken for the sheep that will come into the fold that are working out their salvation with fear and trembling for those in this room today that are still questioning this thing called Christianity that they would have a revelation an understanding a deep intimate relationship with our Lord and Savior that's what I seek for.
1: And Lord, for every one of us
0: that's standing in this room, God, we, we, we ask of you. And your word of God says, ask and you will receive. If, any, if, if two or more would agree on any one thing, and, and Lord, this room is unanimous. And our petition to you, anoint us, God. Anoint us in regards to the call of God on our life, that we could be effective for the kingdom of God. And, Lord, that as the enemy comes, and he will come, we will face opposition, you will break through our enemy like a flood. We don't have to break through anything. We just curl up next to you, Jesus. And the Lord says, vengeance is mine. Don't worry about it. He belongs to me, says the Lord. So, God, I pray that an anointing of God would rest on this place this morning. And let it be something that drives us each day. Let us be mindful of seeking the face of God. Pouring our lives out before you. And if there's anyone here this morning that doesn't know Jesus as their Lord and Savior. And you've never never asked God to to be in your life. You've never said, hey, Jesus, I want to know you in an intimate way. I want to give my life to you. Would you raise your hand and say, Pastor, please pray with me. Thank you. I see your hand else that doesn't know Jesus? Is there anyone? Praise God then we're all family so your petition is heard by God concerning the anointing of God on your life. So Lord as we prepare to leave this place I pray blessing on these people. I pray that you would give them hope. You would give them peace. That you would give them joy. you give them health. Lord that you would bring breakthroughs and financial barriers in their life, Lord, where maybe they're looking for work, employment, that you would just give them an opportunity You give them favor with an employer, Lord. Hmm. you love Jesus? If you love him, let's just give him a hand clap of praise in this place.